Welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Vinny Green from Tahawka Brothers. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, bro. It's a pleasure. Yes, um, it's it's always good to um, talk to an, um, a local business that is doing great things, has a really good branding. Um, the, the pink is legendary. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can see it a mile away, so it'd be funny when we do a lot of events with the truck. People uh-huh. can see us from like blocks away. They'd be like, "Man, I had to pull over because I seen the truck and I had to get myself some ice cream." So, yeah, the paint is definitely uh, legendary. <laughs> That's um that was the move like I've only I've only had the um the ice cream at our house um and pretty much every time I go to our house I'll get something from Bird and then I gotta get over that's like oh right there boom let me get this ice cream real quick and um yeah so d- describe to Hawker Brothers I got some questions you you've seen them but describe to Hawker Brothers in that kind of elevator pitch sort of uh setup. Tahaka Brothers, one of the best ice cream in Baltimore. I would say we all Baltimore's ice cream. Um, and it's made by young guys from Baltimore. So we're all about uh, cultural understanding, economic development, uh, a long list of things that we just want to be. We're just trying to be like the 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 highlights of all businesses, uh, just besides ice cream, just with all the many things that we do inside our business. So yeah. it's beyond ice cream. That's the easy part, like we always like to say. Uh, it's everything else that we uh, are involved with with Tahaka Brothers. So it's a very unique company like nowhere, no other company. It's amazing, a pleasure, and a blessing to be a part with this company. And now, uh, December 8th, uh, today, I'm okay. glad to say that I'm a owner of Tahaka Brothers and with six other owners of the company. That's great to hear, and congratulations on that. It's a big milestone. Um you touched on a little bit of the um, the, the the values that the, that the company has: cultural understanding, economic empowerment, community engagement. They're deeper than just coming up with great ice cream. Why right. is it important to to be? Why is it important to have those values within your business? So they they are our number one pillars for the company, uh, right. and they all are pretty much follow in line with each other. So for example, the economic understanding, uh, so the economic development, so pretty much where we like to, we're a local business like ourselves. Um, we support other local businesses and such. And, um, and that's just keep, that just keep the money generating, uh, through the community and you be able to support other local businesses other than the big major businesses, uh, and from the just to be able to support local businesses is able to support uh, the, a lot of the different things that we do in the company uh, with the, the community engagement. Uh, we feel as though that any local business, uh, we feed off our community. So being uh, involved with the community is our number one priority. Uh, we like to be a pillar to other young guys or kids that's in the communities and just have a positive outlet uh, or just someone to just to, to just look up to and have another uh, a viewpoint or an example of what to follow. And it's not yeah. too, we all come from Baltimore, so it's, it's not too many things to gravitate to positive. So we can be that pillar of something positive that's going on in our community. And then it still falls down to, uh, to the next where we just try to keep it in the, in the company. So we try to develop each one of our employees, uh, even if that's in their education. And we talk to brothers have an education department, uh, 
where we, we support any of our employees to go to school, uh, further their education, if that's even going to college, picking up a tree, uh, picking up a course online. Uh, we have a, an actual department that actually helps fund that, all that things. And just the economic part where we are very unique with our company. We are 100% employee-owned company. Uh, we share profit sharing with all our employees. So uh, every last one of Taharka Brother employees, no matter if they work at the ice cream shop, uh, work at the factories, they all participate in profit sharing uh, as long as they've been employed with the company for six months. So that's a yep. great mi milestone uh, to all our employees to give them something to look forward to. It makes to know that their hard work is always appreciated and it never goes unnoticed. So things like that, it gives us the, to be the example to other business like ourselves. Yeah. I've seen, especially in this, this year where, you know, I think some businesses don't recognize that they're in a very, um, they're in a weird position where, you have people working remotely for people to have office jobs and things like that. You have somebody having a bad internet day from not being able to do their job. And people don't realize like all of these seeds that you've sown and some of these flawed business practices, they end up catching up with you when a situation like this happens and giving people kind of skin in the game. Cause I've seen more of these kind of employee cooperative, like structures set up recently. I believe um, Joe squared is doing something similar where they're going to be employee owned. We have red Emma's that's doing that. And it's just like, you have skin in the game and you actually care about it instead of this is the place that I work. So that's a dope thing that you guys are doing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it, it gives it, it gives a sense of ownership. So it's, it's a different feeling when you're just waking up and just going to your regular nine to five. But then when you're getting up every morning and you're helping build this business and make this business to go as hard and successful as possible. And it, it, it sense of ownership for everyone. So uh, even to the youngest guys, to the oldest guys that had 10 years, like myself, yes. I have 10 years working with this wow. company to, the youngest guy that only been working with us for his first six months and he just got to participate in profit sharing and he gets to take a, a big fat check uh, home and to feel good and to know that your hard work was noticed and you get to reflect off your hard work off of uh, reaping off the benefits of the company. So I think that's amazing. And it's, and it's giving that, that juice to be an entrepreneur ultimately because a lot of people that I know, you know, you, you don't get those you don't get either the opportunity for startup capital. You don't get the ins and outs of these things. And it sounds like it's very kind of top down at Talker Brothers where you're, you're able to kind of learn, you're able to grow because you guys are investing in education. You guys are, have employees that are doing profit sharing and it's like that degree of transparency. And that, that sounds good. And it, it's definitely economic empowerment. So bravo on that. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So I've noticed um, some of the interesting collaborations and I want to talk about those a little bit. Um, I've seen the uh, like collaboration with local brands such as Crust by Mac and Monument City Brewing. D describe the process of determining who you're going to, in going to collaborate with. So we love collaborating pretty much with all local businesses, um, but we mainly focus on trying to collaborate with like-minded businesses as ourselves, local small businesses. So the collaboration with uh, Crust by Matt came into life because uh, number one, she's amazing pastry uh, chef. She probably has one of the, some of the best uh, 
like biscuits and cookies and the list goes on. Um, and then it's just, it, it's, it's, we have some of the same moral support. So, uh, uh, Amanda Mack, she's a amazing pastry chef. She pretty much runs a family business. Um, she's also very involved with the community. So when we did our, uh, our crust by Mac, uh, pumpkin pie ice cream, yep. uh, we was able to give, uh, a portion of the proceeds to black girls vote. So we was able to always have uh, like some of the same, uh, same goals and same morals, uh, same with uh, Monument Brewery. Uh, we did, a, they do a lot of uh, background work uh, that may not get noticed on the scene. Uh, they're, they had their uh, black is beautiful uh, Imperial stout. Uh, and that was like crazy good. And we already have a relationship with the owners over there. So pretty much we just made that uh, thing with the common interest of just trying to put some, some light on uh, the whole during this time with all the uh, Black Lives Matter and Black is Beautiful thing. So we wanted to be able to be involved with that some way, some, some way, some, somehow. So we made our uh, Imperial Black is Beautiful oatmeal Stout ice cream, which is crazy good. We released that together at their uh, shop. And we just like to be involved with any local business that uh, is trying to support a greater good and that's involved with the community and have the uh, same of the like uh, interests as we, we do. Sounds like a, an opportunity for getting to the truth in this arts brand ice cream. Let's get it. Here we uh, go. <laughs> uh, so, in that philosophy of um, coming up with unique flavors like wake and bake and um, believe it was like mint flits and chill. Um, you have some that, that those ideas are like fresh and you keep those fresh while how do you balance that while still creating traditional ice cream flavors like vanilla bean? So the traditional ice cream pretty much stands for itself. So everybody knows the vanilla bean uh, chocolate ice cream. Uh, I feel as though once you get those flavors, right, the, the roof is limit is is endless of so many opportunities and different uh, flavors. And the thing is, with all flavors, we like to be relatable. So uh, we're a young company. So all the young guys, uh, we probably the all our staff probably range from the age of uh, sixteen years old to maybe I think the oldest guy that's uh, with us is maybe thirty one. So we're, we're a very young company. Uh, yeah. So we always like to keep relatable with a lot, a lot of the trends. Uh, so we got the Netflix and chills from the trend of Netflix and chills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's fun. We like to keep things still enthusiastic, uh, mm -hmm. keep things uh, still fun and good at the same time and still be able to still hit those basic flavors like vanilla. Uh, and we nailed it down. I think we got some of the best vanilla ice cream. My girl loves like vanilla ice cream and chocolate syrup. We got all these good flavors. She be like, just bring me vanilla home. Like, okay, you got it. So it's like to still be able to get the traditional flavors and still keep things fun and uh, relatable. Uh, that's what Tahaka Brothers is all about. It would be great to have that. Are you still eating on the mint flips and chill? It'd be really fire. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, 
I, I like, I like, I, I'm real basic with my flavors. And, you know, like I said earlier, the roasted strawberry and the, um, I like like regular vanilla. I'll, I'll chop up some bananas and put that over like some vanilla ice cream. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm a happy guy. And, um, every now and again, I get out there in, in the woods sometimes. I'm like, yeah, anything that's coffee flavored, I'll go that direction. So for you, um, what are your top three flavors of ice cream that you guys produce? We made so many, like I said, I've been working with this company for 10 years. So I uh-huh. see some of the craziest flavors. So we didn't had a Kool-Aid sorbet when we was kids, uh, just making new <laughs> flavors. Um, but I would have to say my, my top three solid flavors yeah. would be number one, Honeygram. Honeygram is probably the biggest seller that we have. We sell a ton of it. Um, Honeygram would be the number one flavor. Uh, then I would have to go over number two would be uh, the classic roasted strawberry. I think that roasted strawberry is hands down the best ice cream. It's so Delicious. smooth. Uh, and then just, just how we cook it down, we use real strawberries. We call it roasted strawberries. It's funny. I'm the event director of the company. I drive the ice cream truck. And I had so many people walk up to me like, roasted strawberry? What is, never heard of a roasted strawberry. So pretty much we just cook our strawberries down. And it calls it roasted strawberry. It removes all the moisture out of strawberries. And yes. so when we put it in our machine, it keeps the, the same texture as the milk. So it's probably like literally the most creamiest strawberry ice cream. Because strawberry normally packs all that water. So like yes. when a lot of companies say like we use real strawberries and the strawberries just tend to be real icy. That's just you because it packs so much water inside of it. So when we cook it down and it's crazy good. And then we even have a vegan roasted strawberry. And we use uh, coconut milk. So okay. the, co- the coconut milk with the with the roasted strawberries is so refreshing. It's, ah. it's like <laughs> literally, it's like it's not too tardy. I mean, it's, it's not too tardy, not too sweet. The perfect combination to say like almost like you were just biting out a real strawberry. And then we use coconut milk with our vegan products, so it's very refreshing. It's not like nothing that's going to sit too heavy on you and none of that stuff. So. I think the roasted strawberry will be number two. And number three, you can't go wrong with the chocolate love. Chocolate love is definitely my go-to flavor uh, when I'm binging my favorite shows. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, that's that's a, that's a good combo right there. I have to try the honey gram. I've, I've not had it. I've not had it. Um, Got to try it out. Okay. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, so let's see. Um Let's see, I got an entrepreneur question and I got a um, ice cream related question. I'm going to stick with the ice cream so I can kind of just get that off the checklist since that's where we're at. We're in the middle of like the pint right now. Um, what was the aha moment for you to go into the ice cream business? So when I first started working with this company, I was only 14 years old. I started working with this company as a freshman in high school. Uh, when I first met the guys, it was two guys, uh, and they're still uh, employed with us, uh, Reese and Mike. They were two tall guys that were scooping ice cream. They had tattoos. They was probably about, when I was a freshman, they may have been like in 11th grade going on seniors. They had tattoos. They were, they, they spoke very well. I was like, man, I want to be involved with that. So, Which, I, high school was it? Which high school was it? I went to Connection Leadership Academy. That's a, a charter school in West Baltimore. Okay. Uh, and so when I seen them, I was like, man, it's, I got to be involved with that. And especially like during that time, I was I was just so young and I wanted to make some type of money on my own. I wasn't always interested in working in McDonald's. I knew I had something 
more than that. I always had an entrepreneur uh, mindset. So I was like, I gotta be involved with that. And then when they did their introduction of the company and they were just telling me about uh, how pretty much the whole company was run by them. So they're, they're making the deliveries, they're making the ice cream, they're uh, lining up the events, they're setting up the events, they're making relationships with clients. I was like, sign me up. So when, when I met them, I, I called like literally every day until I called so much. They was like, I'm tired of this guy calling. <laughs> Just bring him up here and let's give him a try. And then once I started, I think my first event, I worked at the, at the local farmer market and we had our push carts. This was before we even had the big famous paint truck. We had only had a push cart and I was so excited. So I was, first one to sign up to uh, help do that event and I was like uh, like a salesman so I'm every guy that was every person that was walking by the, the car on ice cream ice cream get your ice cream ice cream <laughs> and I stuck with it and I built a relationship with the guys the company the brand uh, the company was so young and I grew with the company so that it, it came more of just then more than just a nine to five or just a little summer gig it came like a a uh, mentor program. It came. Uh, it came a lot more than with just the average job you got. Like I was getting mentors. Uh, I was getting uh, a lot of advice from the guys that was uh, already employed. There. I was getting exposed to so many new opportunities, uh, new environments. It just was a blessing to be a part of. And now, ten years later, I'm now one of the owners of Taharka Brothers and we're still a growing company. So now we get the opportunity to the guy that came in like me at the ninth yeah. grade year at this ninth grade years, um, ninth grade, ninth grade. And to yeah. still be a part of the company and you can grow through the company and not just to be like, Oh, I'm working at this spot and I'm, I'm at a standstill. You grow through the company. So I think that's the best aha that turned to a, a yeah. blessing almost. Yeah. When you're, when you're developing within, you know, you don't have to worry about like turnover. You don't have to worry about just some of these things at a certain degree. Like Definitely. you have people there and it's just like, everyone knows each other. You're not just a cog in the machine. You're not just a number. You're, you're a person, you're a member, you're, you're part of the family, you're our owner, all of these different things that makes for a strong, strong business. So it's good to hear that this has been for your experience. And from what I'm hearing overall, just 10 years, a decade plus of, of just really strong business principles that frankly, a lot of businesses can learn from, you know, right, um, and, and that's the position that you said you guys are trying to put yourself in. Like we want to be the example. So that's good to hear. Um, when I talk to entrepreneurs, um, I learned about some of their early experiences as far as what your role is and um, to Hawker brothers, what, share an experience that helped you craft your career. I, I feel like you may have already said it, but maybe there's another one that uh, you could share that, you know, that was an experience that you said, you know what, I want to go into this, this kind of events um, like uh, field, this events area. So when, when I first started working with the company, uh, I always had the entrepreneurship skills. I always was an outgoing person. Uh, I always had the, the enthusiasm to to be the first person that spoke out and that always been me. And when I came to Tahaka Brothers, it gave me the opportunity to use my this platform to use my skills and sharpen my, my uh, skills and everything. So um, just this having the opportunity 
of going from the young guy that was helping uh, scoop out of the push cart uh, <laughs> to now running the ice cream truck. Uh, it was like an ongoing like skills that was getting learned just from dealing with the clients. How do you build a relationship with the clients? Uh, the back and forth through the emailings and building the staff, making sure your staff is up to par and make sure that everyone's on the same game plan. Um, and then to teach that skill to the next person and then that skill can get taught to the, the next following person. Uh, it's an ongoing cycle of trying to build other entrepreneurs up and sharpen their skills off of the skills that I was able to get sharpened on. And it could be an ongoing cycle. That's great. I have a last few questions here um, before I let you get back to your evening. You said it's been a long one, so I don't want to take too much more of your time, but this is, this has been great. Um, so outside of, you know, working with ice cream, what kind of creative endeavors you are you into? What are your creative interests? Uh, you know, this show ultimately is about Baltimore. It's about artists and entrepreneurs, but I find there's a lot of entrepreneurs that it's like, yeah, I'm also a talented musician or I'm also this. What are some creative um, interests that you may have? Uh, so I have a lot of many, a lot of different talents. Um, I just think my number one thing is not even so much of a talent. It's just me being a leader, uh, being a leader in uh, my community, a leader in the business, uh, just to be the pillar to other guys to look up. So uh, just to make sure like how I carry myself day by day, uh, is probably one of the biggest talents of just waking up, starting my day with my head high, smile on my face, no matter what situation I'm in or whatever outcome I'm uh, dealing with, I'm always trying to push forward. And I lead it by example to pretty much set the tone for the other guys that might be following my footsteps or just might be observing how I carry myself. Yeah. So, and I, I like to push everybody. Uh, everybody had their skills. Everybody had their passion. So I'm always like that That coach in the background. Uh, when the guys come into work and they, they're mad it's for no reason, I'm that big brother that's uh, trying to tighten them up and trying to figure out what's going on, how you can make the best out of yourself, how you can make that problem a solution. Uh, yeah. I just think just being a leader, I think that's, 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 a, that's a hobby, a skill, a, a love, a passion. Uh, talent, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, talent, definitely. It's, even if it's just me just telling the young guy, like I have, a, we have a young guy of the name, the name of Dayon Hines. He's a producer and I'm constantly uh, giving him my input on his music and his day by day uh, decisions. Uh, and we do that with all our staff uh, from the earliest to the newest to uh, whatever the case may be, we always try to be uh, supportive uh, and set leaders. Um, even if they don't come in as leaders, they will always leave us as leaders. And we try to instill that to everybody. And I think that's probably one of the biggest passions and things that, that I would call my talent. Okay, fire. Thank now, you. this is the last question I have. This is this is like, this is a Baltimore question. Now, you're from Baltimore, so you should ace this one. This should be easy for you. I'm from Baltimore as well, so this is like a scene check situation right here. Um, so, all right. If, so, if you have somebody coming to Baltimore to visit, right? They're out of town. They have no experience here. So you guys network. So, let's say we're not outside of COVID. Everything is back to normal. Things are safe. Where are three places they got to go? 
They're here for the weekend. That's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so first, we had to get some crabs. It's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a Baltimore thing. We always uh, collaborate. Uh, we always joining in, enjoying the time with others, friends and family, eating some crabs, playing some speeds, just catching the vibe. Uh, I would do that, number one. Uh, then I'd do some sightseeing. Uh, I'm not so hype over the Inner Harbor. I think that's like the tourist area. I'm, I'm more of you trying to show the the heart of Baltimore, so I will probably give them to like some cool food spots that uh, that's not too known, but like that's like a, 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 a trademark in Baltimore. So I'll probably take them uh, to our house or take them to Lexington Market or any of these amazing markets and show them all the different local businesses that's in Baltimore and all the different, the different culture and the communities and things. Then after that, uh, I love the party. So, uh, I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably go to power plant or one of the different bars that's in Baltimore. We got so many different talent, uh, bars and musicians and things that you can uh, tune into. So probably take on a power plant to join in and enjoy yourself out in Baltimore. Uh, probably be it. That sounds like a, that sounds like a good Baltimore weekend, man. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. All right. So this is that point of the show where, um, again, I thank you. This is the point of the show where I give you a chance to shamelessly plug anything. Where can he find you? Social media, website, all of that stuff. So you can follow us at Tahaka Brothers. Uh, you can follow us on IG at Tahaka Bros. Um, we also have a website at tahakabrothers.com. Um, we also have home delivery, so you can get ice cream shipped to your house. Um, we're also in our house, Broadway Market, Cross Street Market. Um, we also are now shipping ice cream, so we have some different opportunities to ship ice cream to different regions uh, around Baltimore. So we send all of the DMV, PA, uh, all the way to Chicago. Um, so we're able to send some ice cream to whoever wants to uh, get some good ice cream. Um, so we have a lot of opportunities. Uh, we're also releasing uh, a new film that's coming out uh, December 15th that will be out on the lookout. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram that will give you a more deeper uh, explaining of the brand, the company, who we are, the owners of the company, who the people that made the company. Um, and that will be, be releasing uh, December 15th. Uh, and you can stay tuned for that. Uh, and that will be broadcast on all our social media platforms, uh, our website and everything else. Well, that's it. So, um, for, for Vinnie green, I want to thank you for coming onto the podcast. And I want to say that, um, you can find sweet stuff in and around Baltimore. Definitely, definitely. All of this good stuff in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it. 